Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James FPL. Got your name right then. Yeah, got it, got it right <laughs> that time. Um, this is the second run for the, for the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> James, James forgot who he was for a while, but, you know, we all do that. Yeah, we do, and what what a uh, sort of action-packed week it's been so far. Oh, I know, eh? Despite, obviously, the, the Spurs-Brighton fixture being uh, postponed for COVID, there was um, a lot of points hit, a lot of tears hit, and generally some massive scores, and we're only halfway through the week. There is, obviously, the worry that um, certain fixtures might get postponed during the week from uh, from COVID, and we'll come on to those sh- when we discuss the future fixtures, but... For now, James, I think we just get stuck into the uh, the Friday night game, and it was Brentford yep. two, Watford one. Yeah, a very good game, and uh, ultimately decided at the end by by a pen from old big man in, in Bromo. Oh, about time! Fucking hell, I've held him long enough, I tell you. Yeah, you you were gagging for that return, and <laughs> uh, you, you you did get it, and. I was a little bit disappointed. I went Henry in my decent team. Um, so obviously no clean sheet there. Um, obviously got substituted as well, which sort of prevented him hitting any tiers. I yeah. think he was close-ish to tackles. He was on two. Um, yeah, he's on two. And um, obviously Dennis I brought in in my other team, which definitely good. paid off. Yeah, good shout. Got himself a goal. Good goal. Um, played very well. Obviously King, unlucky for people that, that are on King. Yeah, um, hit the post, and then two minutes yeah. later, Dennis scores. It's, it's one of those. I think that the player that stood out for me on Brentford's side, and we've mentioned it before, and obviously we discussed him when you were looking to bring in a Brentford player previously, and that was uh, Norgard. Obviously picked himself uh, eight tackles this time round, and he's just a very consistent minimum five-pointer in this game. And um, Albeit, I can't imagine people are going to be going on to Brentford assets, but if you are looking for an enabler and you've got transfers to spare, I still wouldn't put people off going to Norgard. Yeah, seems to be a decent pick. Seems to be Brentford's Hoiberg. Yep. Um, looks decent. Yeah, and um, this game for Mbomo was uh, his last hurrah on my team because I swiftly moved him on, but we'll come on to that later. Um, the next game of the weekend then, mate, and uh, a very dominant display from Man City, but a game divined by a controversial penalty and then a moment of madness from Raul Jimenez. It was uh, Manchester City 1, Wolves 0. Yep, crazy stuff from Jimenez. Uh, I don't know what he was thinking. Obviously on a yellow and then goes to block block the ball. Just stupid. Yeah, uh, yeah. just his manager obviously wouldn't be very happy with that. Like no. just, The Wolves were in the game and just made it so much harder for them against what is a very good Man City side. Yep. Uh, Cancelo just doing what he does best all the time in this game I think he's just as important and yeah. as essential as Salah 100% I mean I, I think I saw on Twitter and obviously we're both in a, um, a Sky chat group so hi to those guys um, there was a few of the chaps in there I think Benny Blanco was one of them that, that captained Cancelo um, and I don't blame them because I think it was inevitable that City were going to keep a clean sheet against Wolves and Wolves kind of give up possession. So, yeah, Cancelo comfortably hit passing and um, tackle tears in this game. Just picked himself up man of the match, albeit picked up his fifth yellow card of the season, which means, frustratingly, he misses the Leeds game. 
could even be deliberate. So I, th- I think because they know he's going to get rotated the next game. I think why Who not? Knows? Yeah, get you take your yeah. yellow now, take your ban, and then you won't get banned when we need you. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> we're not going to legally say that on this podcast, James, but I think you might be Probably right. get sued, <laughs> sued by Pep. I think you might be right. And then um, obviously Zinchenko played ahead of uh, Carl Walker, and again comfortably picked up tears, got himself ten points in this one. I probably expect him to uh, to play against Leeds as well. Obviously, with Walker back and Cancelo rested, which should mean that Cancelo, fingers crossed for the foreseeable after his midweek rest, should um, should be favourable for the the festive fixtures. Hope so. And then um, the midfield choice for for Man City was quite a key one for me. I went and Burmo to uh, Bernardo Silva. I was between Bernardo Silva and Rodri. Um, obviously, Rodri is very good for picking up the likes of passing tier. Bernardo Silva, I think, got himself a shot tier, so that they matched on four points um, each, which I was quite pleased with. I'm getting Bernardo Silva because I feel with the fixtures coming up, he could be more involved in the goals, and he obviously has been already. So, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to just take a, a bit of a punt and um, jump on Bernardo Silva, and hopefully he'll uh, return a few over the next few weeks. Doesn't get the assist in this game, frustratingly, but he did obviously win the uh, the dubious penalty from the handball. No, he did, and um, he's looked very dangerous. He's been getting good positions every game, and I, I expect these returns to actually keep happening. Yep, I hope so. And obviously for anybody that is still on Jose Sarr, picked himself up five points in this game, and uh, you'd very much take that against Man City. Yeah, he's in He's in my good team, and um, he's just been so consistent in terms of like decent returns, even when he doesn't get a clean sheet. Um, I'm very happy with him, my team, I think. Sire and Ramsdale are at the moment the best keepers in this format. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right then, moving on to a fixture that I don't think either of us want to particularly talk about, but we have to. Um, it was Arsenal three, Southampton nil. Yeah, not not great for Saints at all. Um very disappointed to be honest. Uh in terms of the Sky team, it 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 was good. I brought in Gabriel and did, yeah. that paid off at immediately obviously scored um he, he is capable of that he's quite good quite good in the air um but i kind of brought him in with a clean sheet in mind and maybe some sort of putt uh, passing mm. tears um but yeah no i'll take the goal and uh saints i think yeah if you, uh, you could captain a player against us i think no problem i think people will look to probably captain gallagher yeah. against us next okay. game G- given Gallagher's hole, which obviously we'll come on to. I think Gallagher will be the most popular captain option on um on Wednesday this week. Hundred percent. And he's in like over ninety percent of the top one yeah. K's teams, so it's gonna be very much the kind of effective ownership yep. pick. I went against captaining him this week. Um we'll come on to it and it bit me in the arse, so I won't be doing that again. Um Aaron Ramsdale, once again, absolute legend in Sky. Picked himself up a 15-pointer, which included, obviously, the man of the match. He's just a man on a mission. Six saves in this one. And um, continuously just, yeah, keeps backing up Arsenal for that clean sheet. Yeah, very impressive. And the amount of saves he's making is, yeah, extraordinary. And he just looks very confident. He's very very much a leader. I could see him getting even man of the matches in games to come. I think just from the amount of saves he makes. He's yeah, very if, important to Arsenal. If they're tight affairs in, say, Arsenal are only winning 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, it 
2-0. I, I was very surprised that he got man of the match in this one, given it was a 3-0 victory, but it shows how key he was to Arsenal keeping those clean sheets. I thought Gabriel might have got it, but obviously he was taken off early, which maybe kind of influenced that decision. Um, had he stayed on the pitch, who knows, he might have got it. But yeah, like you just said, I'd be very surprised to see um, Ramsdale not pick up more man of the matches. And for instance, if they keep it tight against West Ham midweek, maybe, you know, scrape a 1-0 win. Could even get it again. Yeah, definitely. All right, the next game was um, a very tight affair with uh, Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa returning to, to Liverpool. And um, it was a Mo Salah penalty that won the game. Liverpool won Villa nil. Very relieved to see Salah get that penalty and put it away. Um, my captain in both teams, uh, yeah, it would have hurt big time if he blanked and obviously Ronaldo returned. Yeah. But so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a good result for Liverpool and Villa, in fairness, given a good account of themselves. Yep. Uh, Martinez, imagine pick, pick it up safe here. Yep. Um, yeah, maybe we could consider some of Villa players going forward. Obviously, we mentioned the Camber as a real cheap option. Obviously, got booked in this game, we but did, uh... still dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. If he continuously keeps up these kind of appearances, it could become a 10 man game. I mean, a nine man game if you include Mo Salah post overhaul because yeah Cancelo eight man eight man game yeah Gallagher seven man we we can keep going (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I think it's going to be one of those players to keep an eye on because he's what like five point something it's it's ridiculous and as you've touched on thankfully Mo Salah did return because for those that chose to go against him in like the likes of Cancelo and Ronaldo they 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 could have made up a lot of ground because you know Salah it took a while for for Liverpool to to get the pen, and then thankfully they did. Thankfully he stepped up and got it. And I was very surprised to see him get man of the match. I don't think it was a a man of the match performance from from Salah. Um, I think in the FPL game he got nowhere near bonus points, for instance. Um, but you know we'll take it and we'll uh, we'll move on. <laughs> yes, we will. And moving on to a game and a team that are becoming incredibly frustrating. It was Chelsea three leads two. Yeah, Chelsea can't seem to buy a clean sheet at the moment. It's uh, they're not looking good. Um, but no. however, obviously Rudiger, for yeah. those on him, won two penalties. Yeah, I was very pleased. Uh, got himself what a ten pointer in this game, including man of the match. And um, thankfully Alonso, I think, picked up an a uh, it was an assist as well. So um, yeah, he got himself four points and. At least his points gained on the likes of uh, Reese James owners because once again picked himself up a zero pointer after getting booked and conceding two goals. It's what four games in a row now that he's uh, he's not particularly returned and it's becoming frustrating. Yeah, I'm I'm very glad that I don't own him in this game. Uh, just yeah, he's, he's been infuriating. But having said that, yeah, Villa, uh, Villa, Everton, Wolves. Yeah. Villa Brighton, it's a good it's a fairly decent run. It so is. do you really want to get rid? You could get stung quite quite badly. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it given it's this close to overhaul. And we know full well post overhaul we won't own any Chelsea players because they get two blanks. There will be a point in which we all want to pile onto them because they've got a stunning run of fixtures. But until that point, I think yeah, you hold for overhaul and then you scrap them for a while because 
like you just said, that there's four favourable fixtures, and I'd be very surprised if Tuchel isn't kind of getting into them in the training ground, and clean sheets are very much the focus over the next few games because he'll want to tighten up. Definitely, definitely will. And then the only player really worth talking about on the other side, Mr. Consistent. And um, even when Mbomo returns, you know, a 10-pointer, Rafinha then goes and matches him. It was 10 points for Rafinha, got himself the penalty and um, rewarding those people that are reluctant to, to move him on. And I think you're one of those, aren't you? Yeah, I was. I mean, I was thinking about moving him on, but then, yeah, obviously to see him return in this game, it's just made me think twice. Yep. And I feel like he's capable of hitting sort of any tier or scoring yep. in any game. He seems to be able to pick up tackle tier, passing tier, assists, goals, shots. He's um, sort of involved in pretty much everything Leeds do going forward. And the return of Bamford is only going to be a good thing for him. Yeah, because obviously Bamford made an appearance in the last game, got himself the equaliser, got injured in the process, I believe, um, and obviously missed out again to frustrating but yeah Rafinha's had to step up and he really he's done so um let's jump on to the final Saturday game then and a game in which you know there was obviously the option once again of going against Mo Salah and um that man Cristiano Ronaldo returned with their the fourth game on the Saturday to be won by a penalty it was Norwich nil Manchester United won yeah decent enough return from Ronaldo based on a performance where he didn't really do much but yeah it was a good put the pen away nicely uh obviously we spoke about fred he he got a five pointer in this game which is not bad uh obviously if you're thinking about united players now i'd be a bit cautious obviously with the covid news um just wait until the until the teams are selected basically yeah leave it as late as possible before making your transfer um but if the game's on, then yeah, those, those Fred actually doesn't look too bad a pick. No, he doesn't. Um, no. If the game's on, I expect Cristiano Ronaldo will be the most popular captain. captains. Yeah, but yeah, big time. He'll be my captain. If likewise. not, I'm gonna have to go for Bernardo Silva, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, um, which will be frustrating because Ronaldo's what owned by just over eighty percent of the top one k, so there are still. 180 teams in there that don't own him um they're either going to have to make the move which is another transfer burned or try and go against him and obviously if if ronaldo goes big it's the opportunity to really gain on 180 teams so in in my case it'll be a a little bit frustrating if he um Mm. doesn't doesn't get the game yeah yeah big time same for me um just gotta wait and see i guess yeah and obviously um on the norwich side I think it was a bit of a blip with them picking up what almost a hundred passes each against Spurs. They got nowhere near this time round, and um, albeit it wasn't the best of performances from Man United, it was another clean sheet. David de Gea, man of the match performance, fifteen point return, matching Aaron Ramsdale. Yeah, very very good performance, great saves. Um, obviously, United have got a good run of fixtures now, so could be a differential pick. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's more of this to come. Quite possibly. Um, let's jump on to the Sunday games then. And the game that infuriated me to start with because I gambled on going against Conor Gallagher because I used the fact that I had Harry Kane and Emil Hoiberg. 
to take a bit of a gamble on West Ham's upcoming fixtures and I went Antonio and Bowen and captained Antonio and it did not pay off. Burnley nil, West Ham nil. Yeah, I was um, quite fearful before this game of what West Ham could do in this game. Um, Antonio in particular. Um, but in the end, I didn't actually bring Antonio in. I chose to keep Rafinha and just bring in Gerard Bowen uh, in for, for Henry. And I'm kind of glad I did that, to be honest. Um, yeah, don't blame you. Because, yeah, Antonio didn't really show up again. And it's... A bit surprising, really. So I feel like there there will be a big return from him coming. It's just a question so. of when it when. Um, I hope I haven't moved from one Harry Kane to another. <laughs> potentially, it feels a bit like it. One player that was like absolutely brilliant last season. Yeah, and it's very very similar again for for Antonio, but even this season. Obviously, he, he did okay at the start of the season. He did, yeah. Just uh, having a bit of a Harry Kane patch. He is, now. yeah. Now, I think the Arsenal game is going to be tricky midweek, but after that, West Ham have got three, four very good fixtures. And I'm mm. hoping the double up could, you know, see some sizable point swings during that period. It's just whether they both play all four games because there's very likely to be some rotation, but I'll be frustrated. I'll be very frustrated if, um, say, they play 50% because. It's it's not really why I'm bringing them in. No, yeah, definitely. I think the run the run is great, and that's part of why I brought in Bowen. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be hard to to see if even they'll they'll manage the fitness. Antonio, obviously, an injury prone prone player. Yep. It'd be sod's law for him to get injured in one of the next few games. You've said it now, <laughs> you bastard. Right, let's jump on to um, a game in which Leicester were absolutely dominant and uh, unfortunately Jamie Vardy wasn't a part of it it was Leicester 4, Newcastle 0 yeah, Leicester absolutely tore Newcastle apart in this game however, it's uh, what's more important is the return of the Newcastle midfielders tackles Mickey Almiron (laughs) and Shelby six six for Almiron and that's only with 62 minutes played he got substituted he did Uh, very very impressed with that Uh, in fairness they needed to be making tackles in this game because they were getting torn a new one and the return of Tielemans so anyone obviously a great player in this game and what a return! And we got we got to see the lineups as well. So yeah, I know there are quite a few people out there that decided to take the punt on either himself or Madison, and you've been rewarded on both of them. Obviously, Tielemans here got, um, obviously got himself a goal or two goals. The penalty, uh, hit tackle tier two, uh, shot tier. Um, he was unfortunate not to pick up man of the match. Madison took that with a with a goal and an assist. But yeah, both of them were um. Exceptional picks this week. Yeah, great picks. Obviously, I myself got put off of Madison based on the COVID potential of Spurs, Spurs getting, Leicester getting yeah. getting getting cancelled, and that's what put me off Madison. And it, it might but, not even be cancelled, so that's that's the frustrating thing. Yeah, yeah, very frustrating. Um, obviously, it's worth mentioning. Darker started in the place of Vardy and Golden got a goal and assist. assist. Yeah, played not, well. Not not to be sniffed at. Uh, he's a good player yeah it's just frustrating for this game you can't really rely on owning him because you don't know when he's going to play 
obviously other than the team news. But... Yeah, definitely not. Excuse me for yawning. I'm uh, very tired today. <laughs> yeah, so, sounds it. Um, I think I think we covered covered that game. I think so. Yeah, we'll jump on to the uh, the final game and the game that really fucked me up the arse. It was uh, Christopher has three Everton one. Yeah, uh, I loved every second of it. Is <laughs> Colin Gallagher show really it was um, yeah. unbelievable? Obviously, two goals, shot tier, tackle tier. Yeah, got that late as well. They they. they Opta miraculously found a, a fourth tackle to give him <laughs> some guy in Opta that, that, yeah. that has Gallagher and his Sky team captain. I'm surprised uh, they didn't find another 15 passes, mate. It's a, it's a shame that that would have been the uh, full house. It would have been, um, yeah. But yeah, 44 pointer is Very it's lovely. Yeah. Um, obviously, heavily owned, but maybe not heavily captained. So, I think those what, that yeah. have captained, like myself, have benefit definitely a lot of people made similar move to me in which you know we had spurs and it was an easy hop on to west ham obviously for the fixture swing and it meant that quite a few of us made the decision then to to captain antonio or bowen over gallagher and it's one that's really kind of kind of stung us a little bit and it's frustrating because as soon as i saw that like like that starting lineup and saw that hughes was in there that was likely to make a difference to gallagher's position and then watching it Gallagher was practically playing as a forward. In in that scenario, we all know that he's a clinical finisher. Took his first goal very well. And his second goal was a screamer. And yeah, completely deserved the man of the match performance there. And um, I think, like you mentioned earlier in the pod, he's going to be highly captained against Southampton. Yeah, big time. And even after that, the, the sort of run of good fixtures continues for him. And I'd maybe even consider getting a second Palace player, someone like Guayhi in defence, or even other, other other players are worth considering because yep. those fixtures are very tasty. Agreed, yeah. Right, before we uh, touch on the upcoming fixtures for the remainder of this week, do I have a quick update on where you currently stand halfway through the game week? Yeah, so Team 1 is up to 947. Um, that got 141 points so far nice. uh, 44 of those from Gallagher 14 from Dennis 14 from Cancelo 15 from Ramsdale uh, 24 from Salah 9 from Van Dijk is very decent return for this team uh, my other team is up to 360th which I'm very happy about uh, Gallagher Again, captained 44, Rafinha 10, Rudiger 10, Cancelo 14, brought Gabriel in for 13. Um, Saar, getting a surprise five-pointer yep. against City. I'll take that all day long. Um, yeah, 365th, very, very happy. Yeah, both of your teams have now gone ahead of my main team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those seasons so far, I think. Just... The minute decisions that I'm making, the kind of flip of a coin, it's going against me consistently and it's becoming frustrating. Um, and obviously talking to a few people like uh, Norman Conquest, for instance, on uh, on Twitter, he's doing very well. I think he's up into the, the top 20. Um, and he's only used one more transfer than I have. Uh, and he's about 140 points ahead. So that's, yeah, basically says to me that it's going to be very difficult to catch these people. And um, I'm not going to give up. Of course I'm not. But I think I'm going to have to be a bit more astute with some of my decisions. And hopefully a couple of the double ups that I've got over the uh, the festive period might pay off. But we'll have to wait and see. Yes, we will. 
137 points for that main team at the moment. So it's, it's not too bad. It would have been a lot better had I uh, stuck with the Gallagher captaincy. Yeah. Right then, let's quickly cover the uh, the upcoming fixtures because um, we're not going to be podding after this week. Um, I'm unfortunately kind of tied up with a, a few festive parties and whatnot over the weekend. So um, this will be your update. Animal. Yeah, absolute animal. And then, uh, <laughs> then we'll be back, obviously, uh, for next week. Um, Tuesday, we've mentioned the Brentford-Man United game is obviously going to be the key game for captaincy if it's still going. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ronaldo, obviously, will be the pick of choice. However, if that was to get postponed, I think, obviously, Cancelo would be a decent option. Cancelo's maybe not playing. Uh, of course, it can't suspended. Um, don't don't captain Cancelo. Don't captain Cancelo, but, guys. Um, another another option, I think, if playing, I think a left field option would be Danny Ings against Norwich. Yeah, if he starts, but I very if he starts much... obviously. You get the news. So. Ollie Watkins could be a good shout, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think either Villa striker. Obviously, it depends if Ings is starting, but. I think that could be a decent sort of pick that basically almost no one would do. Yeah, it could be, yeah. And if you've got transfers to hand and say that United game is postponed, for instance, if that one's postponed, then it could be likely that the early kickoff against Brighton, for instance, is also postponed, given the the very short turnaround, which means you could effectively get two for zero on, on say, Villa. And Villa's next game is Burnley. So I think, yeah, you, you make a very good kind of statement there about the possibility of captain a villa forward if you're willing to come Take off the risk, of, yeah. yeah use the transfer and come off and it could be a risk that has a very high reward if not i think most of us will either have a rafinha or one of say bernardo silva or rodri so um we might be pushed into a single captaincy there and it could be a flip of a coin again about which uh which player performs yeah agreed um, on the Wednesday, again, I think captaincy is quite obvious. It's going to be Conor Gallagher. Yeah. Obviously, Arsenal play West Ham. A lot of us have got Ramsdale. A lot of us now have either Antonio or Bowen. You're unlikely the captain one against the other. Brighton Wolves might not even be on, to be honest. I think Brighton, again, are another one of those teams with COVID. Um, and Burnley, Watford. Possibility for those that say on, um, on King or Dennis, if uh, you're willing to take the punt, but Burnley showed that they are defensively solid and they kept West Ham at bay, so I'd be very surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they managed to keep Watford at bay as well. Agreed. And then Thursday, obvious. Yeah, it's got to be Mo. Uh, obviously, I mean, if, we, if Mo was to get drops, though. Um, Van Dyke for me. Yeah, Van Dyke, Trent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the mean, other games are two sort of, I guess, Chelsea, you Chelsea, maybe go. Rudiger. Yeah, yeah. They, I think defensively there are options there if Salah gets gets rested, but if Salah doesn't get rested, Liverpool could go absolutely mental in this game. Leicester have just showed how to tear Newcastle apart, and Liverpool are better both defensively and going forward. So, um, if Newcastle play in exactly the same manner they did against Leicester, they could get torn to pieces. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not the game to go against Salah if he does start. No, definitely not. So, um, as mentioned, guys, we're, we're not going to be kind of doing a, a review of the end of this week, unfortunately. That's just my fault. But um, we'll be back following the end of game week 19 
um, in which there are only two captaincy days. It's the Saturday and the Sunday. So get those teams locked in, guys. Obviously, uh, plan your transfers, but wait until the final minutes because um, we could very well know about COVID, you know, as late as a couple of hours before. Who knows? And um, fingers crossed we don't get screwed. On that wonderful note, James, um, it is a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Cheers, guys.